Hi campers, this is your host Dylan speaking and we are getting ready for takeoff. We are on another new episode of Campfire Adventures and I am about to leave our latest adventure. We came all the way here to North Carolina to come visit some friends, the Banks family. And if you listened to the last episode, then you know that that was the beginning of our expedition together. And now this is the end of our expedition. So we got two episodes out of this. So I have the Banks is here as our live audience and then their velociraptor corgis are also here as a live audience so you might hear some commentary from them and we're just chilling trying to enjoy the last bit of peace before um little lands and i'm getting kind of sad so i have a really cool story to share with you all today and i don't know if i left this in in our 100th episode but there was kind of a foreshadowing for what's going to happen so i finally did some more research i got a pretty decent story and i think with all that said i'd like to thank uh, Rena for being our live audience, for the Corgi Velociraptors for being my live audience, and to everybody out there in podcast land for being here to listen, because I appreciate you. So with that said, it's time for us to grab our drinks. We're chilling around the kitchen table, and it's time for us to get into this week's episode. So I'm Dylan. And I'm Rena. And this is Campfire Adventures. And if you know where that's from, then you're cool. And hopefully that's not shade to anybody. But I have a story for you. Like I said, we did some foreshadowing. I'm pretty sure if I left it in the editing because I knew that I was going to do this eventually. But I have a great story for you. And it actually really reminds me of you, Rena. So I hope that you enjoy hearing it. Yeah. Bless you, Maki. <laughs> so... We had talked about this one time because we were going over like what stories we should talk about and la 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 la. And yes, there are a lot of different macchiatos getting nervous. I know scary stories aren't always for everybody, but oh, <laughs> okay, I <Astro. laughs> But we were going through all these different things and what we could talk about. And there's so many different things here in North Carolina. Actually, we were in Wilmington. There is a sea snake that lives out in Wilmington that's been seen for years. And then we already did the Beast of Bladenboro. And then in the last episode, we did, we talked about the Yulagu, which was super cool. So now with this one, we're going back to a story that's been dated back to the 1500s. A legend that's been told for generations to generations. And a story that's gone on and about, and people still talk about it to this day. So it doesn't just affect North Carolina. <laughs> it also affects South Carolina and Georgia as well, which I thought was pretty cool because we've touched into all these states. And it's nice to know that in some sense, through a cryptid, they're connected. So there's a creature. And like I said, it reminds me of you. So you're saying I'm a cryptid? It's a boo hag. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the boo hag before? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember anything about it? She's a witch. So, hag is a great word for witch. So you're saying I'm a witch? Well, listen to <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew that she'd get all feisty. And you guys would hear her talk. Well, we actually talked about this. And we've been calling each other boo hags the whole time I've been here. So, when I was looking for a cryptid, I was really going to go with the Wilmington sea snake. And maybe we will do that the next time. But I was like, 
if we can just talk about the blue hag for a little bit, then that'd be hilarious. So, um, like you said, a hag is a witch. Back in the day, they used to use that term a lot. The boo hag, however, is born of a vampiric cryptid. So it's out for blood and it's out to go for hunting. And it only hunts at night because during the day, it can't really survive unless it's in its human form. So I'm going to talk about all this stuff real quick. But if you, you think that the word hag sounds familiar, then we did do an episode a while ago before the road trip about a cryptid known as the old hag. And basically, he's making me nervous. There might be a hag in here. He can feel it. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> Get out of here. So we did a story about the old hag, which she's the same kind of thing, a witch. And basically what she does is she sits on your chest and she does that whole sleep paralysis thing oh. where you can't move and she's trying to suck your soul out. Well, the boo hag is no different, maybe in appearance, but she's a vampiric cryptid that also causes like sleep paralysis. And then she can manipulate your dreams into being nightmares, mm -hmm. right? So if you're wondering, okay, well, this sounds pretty intense. But what the heck does a boo hag look like? Because maybe, just maybe, I could protect myself from getting caught up with one, right? Well, if you're looking at a boo hag in its entirety, you're going to be looking at a humanoid-like cryptid without any skin. It's going to be dripping in blood, red muscles all over its body. You can see veins pulsing. Um, no, titan. Oh, basically in a, a titan. Have you ever seen Attack on Titans? Anybody out there? That's one of our animes. They're basically a colossal titan just dripping with blood some say that they have long white hair because as you age you get long white hair and actually this is one of the reasons why people thought that maybe vampires were from the dead because they thought like oh, this boo hag be like it's trying to suck our blood this must be a vampire but they're a witch a witch like vampire maybe it's like a hybrid if you want to call it anything but that's the appearance that they have and to conceal this appearance basically what they do is after they find a victim they can jump into their skin and then they go masquerading during the day, no harm from the sun because they're protected with a layer of armor, technically. It's our skin, but armor to them. And they masquerade and they wait for the night to come because once the night comes, it's time to feed. So the boo hag will unzip its skin, however it keeps it up, and it will put it in a safe place. It'll fly out into the night sky and it'll look for its next victim. Now, once it finds its next victim, doesn't matter if you're sleeping in your house with all the doors locked, with all the security that you could possibly have. This cryptid is able to get into any crack, any crevice, through the keyhole, anything, as long as it means that it gets a victim. And once it finds that person, what it does is it sits on your chest, just like the old hag, the one that we talked about. She sits on your chest so you can't move. And then she starts to manipulate your dreams to give you nightmares. Because what she wants to do is she wants to wear you out, kind of because that makes it easier for her to suck your soul out. So she'll sit there and she'll start to suck, trying to get all the oxygen from your lungs, trying to get the blood from your body and eventually cause you to die. And if she's successful, well, then you don't wake up, obviously. But if she's not successful and she has to leave because her goal is to do this before the sun starts to rise. And if she can do it before then, then, you know, good for her, not good for you, good for her. But she has to rush back to where she hit her skin put it back on and then continue her charade for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. But if she's successful, she can take your skin, put it on and then use it as armor and walk around. Now, 
there's been stories of people who wake up feeling exhausted and tired. Like, I don't know if you've ever had some of those mornings where you're just like, oh my God, I can't move. I slept for 10 hours this night and I feel so unrested, right? Well, some people associate that with the boo hag because they're saying that she spent the night trying to take your soul from you. And that's why you're exhausted because she was implementing all of her tactics. You were having nightmares. You know, mm -hmm. you felt like there was a pressure on your chest. You couldn't really breathe. You couldn't move, mm -hmm. you know. And then she was on the opposite side of that, you know, trying to get your soul from your body. And it's just, it's insane to think that that might be the cause of that because it's happened to me multiple times. And I'm like, but I live in California. <laughs> so um, actually, I've been sleeping really good here. So that's the story of the Buhan. That's what she wants. Now, is there a way for you to protect yourself from her? Let me tell you. So there are some ways to protect yourself from the boo hag, and I'm going to tell you a couple of them, right? So I don't know that any extra security would make it any better, but one thing is said, like, if you so happen to wake up while she's in the process of taking your soul, if you throw salt on her, she won't be able to do anything because you'll kill her. It'll, it'll make her die. She couldn't get back into her skin, which means she'd eventually be out in the sun, and then mm. she'd, you know, die. And then another way to do it is... If you put a broom outside of your front door, like mm -hmm. when she's trying to come into your house, she gets distracted and she has to count every single straw that's oh, connected wow. to the broom. And this is similar to something that I heard about before with vampires, because when people had asked me before, I was like, I think vampires are the ultimate cryptid to me, because, you know, you can turn into a bat, you can control animals, you can fly, you can suck blood, blah, 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 you put people in a trance. But someone told me, oh yeah, vampires are so badass until you put a bag of rice in front of them. And they, they have, have to, to count each grain. Each grain of freaking rice. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. And so the same holds true with the boo hag. She has to count every single straw. And the goal is to keep her occupied until the sun almost comes up. And then, you know, by the chance she does get in, like, she won't have enough time to, like, really process getting her soul. And usually when she does take a victim's skin, because she doesn't take all of them, because then it would just be, like, the boo hag strikes again. Like, it would just legitimize what she is. She only takes the skin of people who wake up during the process. So if you wake up and you try to fight and resist and she's able to take your soul, then she takes your skin. And so all this stuff is just crazy to hear because, I mean, first of all, who wants to think that there's some like unskinned creature coming around, breaking into houses and doing all this stuff. But also it's just as simple as putting a broom, you know, across your door and stopping her from coming into the house. Now, with all the articles that I was reading, I came across a story that I actually told you about before. And I feel like it's worth sharing real quick because, I don't know, it was just so weird. Because, anyway, well, you hear and then you let me know. So, the story goes a little something like this. There were two best friends. Uh, they had lived their lives growing up together. They were the best of friends. We'll call them Billy and Tom, right? And Billy and Tom, you know, they finally became adults and Billy got married and he had a beautiful wife and Tom was waiting for his opportunity to have a beautiful wife. He finally met somebody. They fell in love. They, it just seemed perfect. Best friends, both married, you know, probably had game night, played Catan, you know. Play <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, they played Pandemic and they just, you know, they had a great time and it was just great. But one day, you know, Billy was talking to Tom and he's like, hey, you know, <clears throat> question. Because we're best friends. When you go to sleep at night, is your wife in bed next to you all the time? And oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Why? And he goes, because I don't know where the hell my wife is going, but maybe she's creep, creep, creeping around. 
<laughs> but she's not there when I wake up. And then, like, like in the middle of the night, he wakes up. But when, you know, he does wake up in the morning, she's there. So he's mm -hmm. just like, isn't that weird? And they're like, Tom is like, let me tell you a story real quick. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of something called a boo hag? And he's like, a boo hag? What the heck's that? <laughs> and then he's like, well, it's a type of witch that in the middle of the night has to leave to go feed. And then she comes back in the day. And he's like, if you want to catch her, watch what she does when she wakes up in the middle of the night. If you can stay awake for the whole night, just watch. And if she takes off her skin, she's, she's going to hide it somewhere. And you're going to see that your wife is really a boo hag. Now, to stop her, you have to put salt and pepper on her skin. She won't be able to get into it. And then we'll try to, you know, that way you know for sure she's a boo hag. So one night he waits. He hears his wife get up. Because he's not sleeping, right? And I don't know if you've been able to do this, but... Maybe like once or twice I'd be able to do that. But if I wanted to see if my wife was a boo hag, I think I could do it. Mm -hmm. So he hears her get up because she thinks he's asleep. And she goes downstairs and he follows. She unzips her skin and he sees this unskinned, titan-like looking woman jumping out of the skin, hiding it under the stairs, and then flying out through the chimney. So he knows like... Oh shoot, that story that I was told was true. Like she really is it's a book. So sad though. I know, you know, he finally found love. No one to play pandemic with now. But you better to not have that than be with the boo hag. Which I'm also wondering why she didn't kill him. Like what was it about him that she was like, Alright, fine. You know, like I'll marry this one. But and Yeah, then, that's interesting. Yeah, that she didn't kill him. So this is just the local story around town. Anyway, so he puts the salt and pepper on her skin and then runs back upstairs. He hears something come down the chimney, and then he hears somebody saying, what, what she said was weird. It was like the weirdest chant. Do you remember what the chant was? It was like, skin, skin, you know me. Skin, skin, it is me. Skin, skin, you know me. Skin, skin, this is me. And she says that. And Rena's looking at pictures of the boo hag. Yeah, they're creepy. I'll put pictures on the, uh, on the website for you guys. But she chants that, and he knows that she can't get into her skin. But if the morning comes, she's going to die, as we already know. So he hears again, skin, skin, you know me, skin, skin, it is me, skin, skin, you know me, skin, skin, this is me. And so it doesn't work, but she's running out of time and she needs to protect herself. God, they're creepy. Um, <clears throat> and so she goes upstairs, covers herself in all the sheets, and he knows that something doesn't feel right because, I don't know, you know, if you don't have skin, you're going to feel different than, I guess, if you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I would know, but anyway, so... <clears throat> He wakes up in the morning and he's like, ah, the sun is shining. It's time for us to go play Catan and Pandemic. Obviously, they have nothing else to do besides play board games, which is going to be really sad when he doesn't have anyone to play. So that's why he wanted to know his wife was a boo hag. So gets up. He's like, come on, get up. Let's wake up. Time for us to go have, you know, some coffee, some donuts, you know, la, la, la. And she goes, oh, but I can't. And he goes, what do you mean you can't? He's like, wake your ass up. And she goes, no, I can't. I'm sick. I want to stay in bed. I don't I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. And he's like, wait, you're sick? And she's like, yeah, I'm sick. Like, I'm going to stay in bed all day. Like, just go do whatever you need to do without me. And he goes, well, I can go get a doctor. And she goes, are you crazy? That's expensive. We're not going to get a doctor. And he's like, well, how about I just go outside and I just work on the yard? And so he does. And he starts to hear that chant again. Skin, skin, you know me. Skin, skin, this is me. And she does it again. And so he goes, all right, that's it. So he goes and he talks to the local... Um, Witchcraft guy? Yeah, the conjure man. And mm -hmm. she goes, he goes and he talks to her. And he's like, look, I think my wife's a boo hag. You know, I found her skin, put salt and pepper on it. And he's like, good, good, good. He goes, well, let's go back and I'll go check on her, right? And he's like, but you should probably get a pit of fire burning. You know, 
on the off chance we need to do something about this. So he does. He goes back to his house, starts to build a fire, and then he goes up and he goes, hey, honey, I know you're not feeling good, so I brought the doctor over. And she goes, I'm okay, like, just leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. And then so the conjure, the conjure man is like, oh, well, let me, let me check what ails you, child. And then she's like, leave me alone. And so they pull off the sheets and they see this like unskinned creature. She had the boo hag to the fullest extent. And so they grab her and they throw her in the fire and she dies and burns. So when she was talking to her husband the whole time, was she just like wrapped in the blanket and like she, only her hair was showing? Like I don't even think that. They said that the story said that she was covered completely. Oh, like you okay. couldn't see anything. because so needed, weird, yeah. Well, because she needed to protect herself from right. the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they killed her. Well, they, they burned her. And she dissipated into nothingness. So is there only one boo hag or there's like... There multiple are multiple boo, okay. boo hags, sorry. Um, actually, so how one becomes a boo hag, and this is where we'll probably end the podcast episode, is you become a boo hag because, you know, either you do good deeds in your life and your spirit, you know, your soul goes to heaven. And if you do bad things in life, your soul goes to an H-E double hockey six, mm. right? And if it goes to the good place, then your so your soul goes to the good place. Spirit stays here on earth to help guide other spirits to you know do what they do. Now, if you do bad things and your soul goes to hell, then your spirit gets turned into a boo hag, mm. and that's how you live the rest of your you know eternity, like taking souls from people, collecting them, jumping into different skins. I mean, it all together sounds pretty interesting, but I don't know that that's how I want to spend the rest of my eternity. Right. But what did you think? That's the story of the boo hag. I think it's crazy. You look them up. They look, they look scary. They're like a titan. It's it's intense. They can qualify as a titan, honestly. Yeah, you guys have to watch Attack on Titans, but um, I'm gonna post pictures of it. it they're an intense looking cryptid. That's mm -hmm. why. Uh, I don't know. You'll you'll see them in the you, you'll 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 understand what we're trying to say. But that's our story for today. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I finally enjoyed doing more research because we talked about this a while ago. And we've been calling each other boo hags, and now it's just—it was just funny when I was telling Rena, I was like, "I have a story that reminds me of you." So this is the one. Well, I'm a good boo hag. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so maybe we should tell you a little bit about our adventures that we've had here. So, so I've been here for a total of eight days. You know, you've seen a couple pictures and um, videos. We did carpool karaoke. <laughs> oh, Colt Brian, we this is our best attempt at doing carpool karaoke. Um, we went to Wally World, which is, you know, at the top of everyone's list. Oh, yeah. I ate Bojangles. Jigga, 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 jigga. Oh, uh, yeah, while we played the Bojangles song. Pitbull, where you at? And um, we... Hi, Maki. I think Macchiato said that I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm actually really sad that I'm leaving, too, because there are Corgi Velociraptors here, which I'm going to miss. But so we've, we had breakfast every morning. We tried to plan a couple different... Um, fun days out there like it was fun every day we played video games they ordered crabs from maryland which are slamming and that's what those pictures are going to be that you see they're just the best thing in the world and if you ever get a chance to have them you definitely should enjoy them so we ate crabs we went to wilmington we went up there and i was recommended a place by my friend to go try uh mellow mushroom which is like a pizza place and a brewery and Honestly, it was, so good. it was so freaking good. I don't know how you make the crust of the pizza so crispy, but also fluffy at the same time. And the flavors were bomb. And then they had freaking um, Moscow Mule Cups and it had little mushrooms on them. So we did that. We went roller skating, which was cool because, I mean, it reminded me of American Horror Story vibes. We were just roller skating and 
Raina was the she was the one who wanted to do it, and it was the first time, and she did, killed it. She had to use one of those little plastic things, like the kids. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She didn't. No, I didn't. I did fall my ass <laughs> off and landed on my knee, but it was hard. But it was fun. It was so freaking fun. Mm. And then we went to a cool place. It's kind of like a. Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's mixed with the Boomers. It's called Mac Daddy's. Mm -hmm. And so they have bowling. They had freaking food. We had drinks. We, they have golf there, everything. So that was really fun to do that too. We went to the beach and we're looking for shark teeth. We didn't find any, but I found a lot of shells. And then I got to see my niece out here, uh, Katrina. She is the artist of our first uh, Christmas postcard. So it was nice to hang out with her. We went to King's Dominion, which turns out that Troy used to go there when he was younger. So that was super cool. And then... Uh, we went exploring Rena and Troy. Their house has so much land. And I was like, let's go on an adventure. So we walked through like this acre of land. And it was so like mushy and muddy because yeah. of the rains. Yeah. And like our shoes, they were like, good job, Dylan. And then, so something really interesting here in North Carolina is, I don't know why, but they have a graveyard. Like every five minutes that you're driving, there's a graveyard. So Rena and Troy were like, hey, you want to go for something fun for your podcast? Let's go look at the graveyard. And so we went to this graveyard. And what you said that people told you was a pet cemetery? Yeah, at first people were like, oh, it's a pet cemetery. I was like, well, that's a lot of tombstones for pets. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but then the or our plumber was like, hey, did you check out that graveyard that's in your community, in your neighborhood? I was like, yeah, aren't they pets? And he's like, no, those are actual graveyards from the 1800s. So I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I think, what did it say, like, ever since 18, like, 50-something or 20-something? Oh, it's just it, it was so many, like, graveyards, but I think that they're all people who fought, like, in the military or, like, the armed forces. Yeah, because it, where we're at um, in Jacksonville, I feel like it was really just a big forest and, you know, slowly getting... I mean, everyone was just slowly paving, you know, cities, develop, developing places. And no, that's why there's graveyards everywhere. Speaking of places that used to be forests, at King's Dominion, mm -hmm. one of the rides that we rode, there's a picture, and I'm going to post it. My um, niece's uh, friend saw it, and he's like, Dylan, we should do the podcast episode on King's Dominion. Because it said that, like, it, the whole thing used to be forests. Oh. And, like, they built it over, like, they, like, found little graveyards when they were building King's Dominion. And so they found like this truck that was there. It used to. It was just found like abandoned, and they found like bodies. And stuff. I bet you, like King's Dominion is like American Horror Story. I'm pretty sure there's like maybe you know just spirits that want to play around and stuff. Mm. No, I. It was just cool. Like when I saw, it, I was like, oh, I gotta look this up. So if I'm able to look stuff up for that, and then write another story in that, then I'll totally do it. That but, should be your next one. That way, it's fresh. I could do that. I mean, it would be cool. You're going to see pictures of it. But it was like, <gasps> graveyards all around. So it was just, it's just been fun. And we've been playing video games. And we play freaking, what is it called? Animal. Super Animal Royale. Yeah. And I got this, uh, what is it? Zombie tiger creature that I always wanted. So that was freaking cool. And then the Corgi Velociraptors are cool. And it's just getting, um, you know, very sentimental and misty here in my eyes. So I'm going to end the podcast here. But we had so much fun in Jacksonville with the Bankses, with the Corgos, and it's going to be sad to say goodbye, but it's not goodbye forever. We'll be back, and they'll be around to visit me, and so with that said, I'm going to say bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. You can look at all of our pictures on our Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcasts, and then we'll have source material, pictures of the Boo Hag, 
and uh, pictures of our adventure on our website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And every noise you heard is because we are in a kitchen inside a house because we wanted the corgis to be here for this episode. So you heard them in the background. But um, thank you for listening. And whether you listen to this in the morning or the evening, I hope you have a good morning or a good evening. All right. Bye. Bye.